Hey Jeepers, we have a great XJ talk show for you this week. The off-road throne has been challenged, and we found out who's crazy enough to step up to Jeep. We also play voicemails and spread some more of that YouTube love. Tony almost has a Jeep back, but there's a couple things left to do. We get brought up to speed on the motor swap in his 98 Cherokee, and we announce another winner of a no-code Genius Boost Jump Starter during Amazon You Bought What. We hope you guys have a happy Thanksgiving, and remember, we're going to be off for the holiday, so we'll see you on December 4th for the next XJ Talk Show. <laughs> the XJ Talk Show is for entertainment purposes only. Any advice or information provided on this show should be verified by alternative sources prior to making any changes or modifications to your vehicle. We are not experts, just people that enjoy the Jeep hobby and don't mind talking endlessly about it. P.S. We love you. Welcome to the XJ Talk Show. You are listening to the Jeep Cherokee Premier Podcast. Now, here are your hosts, Tony and Josh. Take it away, boys. First week in G. Is there a challenger to the throne? As we all know, Jeep is king of the off-road, but it looks like someone might be trying to make a move. Some of you out there are old enough to remember that Chevrolet once used the ZR2 badge to stand out from S10s and Blazers as having a greater off-road capabilities package. This week, Chevy did a little reviving of an old name badge themselves and brought back the ZR2 badge on a reworked Chevy Colorado pickup concept. And according to rumors that have been spreading like wildfire since SEMA, this is closer to to a production demo than a never-to-be-seen-again concept. Powered by the upcoming 2.8-liter turbo diesel, That's right, I said Chevy has a turbo diesel in a Chevy Colorado, mind you. Good for 181 horsepower and get this, 369 foot-pounds of torque. The Colorado Z2 transformation begins with the reworked front and rear bumpers to increase its approach and departure angles to 30.7 and 22.7 degrees. That's better than the new Cherokee, if I have to remind you guys. And if that's not all, it also takes a cue from the Transformers movie and has flip-out tow hooks and built-in winch. The truck has been widened 4 inches and the body lifted 2 inches while the suspension graced with King monotube coilover shock absorbers with remote reservoirs, of course. And a four-wheel drive system gets upgraded with the e-lockers and the front and rear diffs and boasts 18-inch bead locks all around. Colorado has drawn strong interest in its brief time on the market so far, and to be honest, guys, I've kind of liked them since their debut, just, you know, for looks and the fact that they're a mid-sized pickup. Chevy has never been afraid to challenge competitors with special editions for enthusiasts. Take the Camaro Z28, for instance. While the Colorado ZR2 has a few flourishes, the idea as a whole looks remarkably ready for production. And Chevy officials even released a press statement saying that they were, quote, evaluating production possibilities. Now, here's where it gets interesting and where I tie it in with Jeep. While the market on the rise and uh, with the market on the rise and fuel prices dropping, the midsize and larger platforms are becoming more attractive. Now, throw in a little bit of an off-road hungry bone or three from a long familiar brand name, tag it with familiar name badge, and now we have a potential competitor for off-road domination. Does this mean that Jeep could be weary or should be weary? Well, let's not get carried away just quite yet. I mean, Jeep's not going to be dethroned anytime soon, but GM isn't backing down either. In the same press conference, a Chevrolet spokesperson said this, Just because the Jeep Wrangler has a 60-year head start doesn't mean it will have the trail have the trail all to itself forever. Ladies and gentlemen, I believe them's fighting words. Somebody threw down the gauntlet. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> so we can't be having Chevy stepping up the plate. And granted, this was a concept vehicle, and there's no guarantee that this kind of technology is going to be going into the market from a Chevy offering anytime soon. They're talking like it is. Uh, and so that definitely could mean a big challenger to to Jeep coming up. But again, they do have a release on the horizon with the Renegade coming up and an all-new Wrangler on the horizon as well here in just another couple of years. So uh, with off-road technology being Jeep's strong point, I don't see Chevy being a strong competitor, but they've definitely been in the game long enough to, uh, well, to have some sales. So we'll see how this develops. I don't think Jeep's going to have anything to worry about. I don't know hey about guys, you, Josh, but if, uh, if you're like me, when you heard about the diesel in the Colorado, you were thinking, hmm, I wonder if a few years from now I can take that diesel out of a, 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 a damaged uh, uh. Colorado <laughs> and put it in my Jeep. Yes, indeed, indeed. Uh, yeah, Chevy swaps and Jeeps are, uh, yeah. are definitely no strangers. Uh, they've been happening for a long, long time. Uh, heck, there's 350 V8 kits out there you can just buy off the shelf nowadays. So I don't imagine that a 2.8 liter turbo diesel is going to be too far off the, you know, geez, I'm sure advanced adapters already has something on the shelves <laughs> for a swap. Those guys have everything. Hey, if you would like to submit a story to be aired on This Week in Jeep, or if you have a response to any one of our stories, please give us a call or send an email to newstips at xjtalkshow.com. Hey, this is Tim from Jeep Tubes, and you're listening to the XJ Talk Show. xjtalk.com is where you go when you're not off-road. And now you can go to xjtalk.com when you're off-road too. Using your smartphone, install the Tap-A-Talk app, then search for XJTalk. Take XJTalk with you wherever you go. Jury duty, dinner with your spouse's parents, even, well, anywhere you need your XJTalk fix. I know you've heard us talk about Amazon on the podcast before, but if you heard about our new game, you bought what? It's a lot of fun, and we want you guys to play along. All you have to do is go to xjtalk.com or xjtalkshow.com and click on the Amazon banner there on the main page. This takes you right to Amazon, where you can buy any crazy little thingamajig to join in on the fun. Amazon gives us a list every week of what you guys are buying, but we don't get to know who it is that's buying it. As an added bonus, you get the same great price you always would, and Amazon is going to give the show a small pittance for you playing along. So let's all have some fun. The XJ Talk Show and Amazon.com. Today's podcast brought to you by Audible.com. Over 150,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or your MP3 player. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial over at www.audibletrial.com slash xjtalkshow. Hey guys, I want to take a mo- just a moment to introduce ourselves. Uh, we kind of get going in this uh, in this new format of the show and we forget to do this. Uh, I'm Tony. I'm uh, Motoroy on xjtalk.com and my co-host... You guys know me as Northwest 99XJ or NW99XJ over at xjtalk.com. And I, of course, am Tony's co-host. You can call me Josh. <laughs> Just don't call me late for dinner. So uh, we're here because of the xjtalk.com uh, website. It's a Jeep forum. And when I say Jeep, uh, it does definitely has XJ in the name because that's what the roots are. But it's a Jeep forum. We have Wrangler, uh, Wrangler forums. We've got uh, Grand forums. We even have a 2014, 2015 uh, Cherokee forum in there. Uh, <laughs> there's not a, there's not a lot of posting going on in there, Josh. I don't know why. It's a it's a, a first new Cherokee from uh, from Jeep in 14 years. I can't so, think of a single reason. I don't know. But we want to encourage you and make sure that you're aware of XJTalk.com, WranglerTalk.com, and of course 
the uh, the po- the uh, the website for this podcast xjtalkshow.com where you should be right now watching the show live that's 10 p.m. every uh, central time every Thursday and uh, you should be uh, watching live and in our chat room uh cracking wise as they as some say yep yep and you guys can interact with us live during the show every week so make sure you pop over to xjtalkshow.com every Thursday 10 p.m. central and join in on the fun and now it's time for some YouTube love. No, it's not oh, that yeah. kind of show. <laughs> now we're a bit somewhat family friendly tonight, but we do like to spread some love and say, hey, give a little bit of a shout out to some of our YouTube subscribers. We have a list that's growing all the time. We pull four out of it every week, just, uh, well, in no particular order. And we've got four this week. And first up on the list, Ivan Mendez. And we've got Nick Burr. I wonder if he's up in Chicago. Yeah, right. <laughs> Jamie, Jamie Dundas. And uh, my favorite, Redneck of the Woods. Hey, yeah. that, that deserves a pig squeal. <laughs> so we, we, we want to remind you guys, we've got like over 655 subscribers, over 186,000 views. Actually, I think it's closer to 190,000 now. And uh, I know it's chump change compared to some of the others, but uh, come over to youtube.com slash xjtalk and... Uh, register there and be aware of things that are coming up and uh, maybe even get involved in this uh, YouTube love. Indeed. <laughs> and speaking of things that are coming up, we've got a couple few voicemails coming up right now. And of course, if you guys would like to leave us a voicemail, all you got to do is call the number 530-675-4102. It's 24-7. You can call anytime, day or night, drunk or sober, and uh, leave us a message. <laughs> and we encourage you guys to do that. Nobody's going to ever answer the phone, so feel free to dial away. And, uh, and well, if you guys mess up, say too many uhs or sneeze in the middle of it at all, uh, don't worry about that. We'll edit that stuff out. Yeah, we'll uh, always use the last call. So if you don't like the one you mess up in it, just call back, leave the next one, and uh, we're smart enough to know to use the last one. Uh, we, we put the, the first one on the blooper reel. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so here we go with some voicemails. Hey, this is Tony. And this is Josh from the XJ Talk Show. We want to thank you for calling our 24-7 voice line. Yes, we do. Just leave your first name and your question or comment. There's no guarantee, but we may play your message on the podcast. Oh, and don't worry about keeping it clean. We'll take care of that. Now it's your turn to speak at the beep. Hey, this is Nikki G. And uh, so I'll give a congratulations to the NoCo Genius Boost winner. Uh, Dusty. He's from Texas. His name is Dusty, and he sounded exactly how I pictured him to sound. Chat you later, guys. Have a good one. Bye. <laughs> yeah, uh, exactly. Actually, let's uh, let's hear that real quick. It's only forty six seconds long. Hello. Is this Dusty? Yes, sir. Hey, this is Tony with the XJ Talk Show, and I want to let you know that you've won. The NOCO Genius Boost Battery Charger. Oh, no, man. That's awesome, man. I appreciate it. That's awesome. I like that. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. My biggest thing was, I think it'd be pretty cool for, you know, the cell phone charger anywhere because I'm constantly traveling. I'm flying and hotel rooms. You can always need somewhere to charge a battery to charge your phone. Just wanted to th- call you and let you know that you won and to thank you for your story on xjtalk.com and on this uh, NOCO Genius Boost giveaway. This is Dusty, the winner of the NOCO uh, Genius Boost. Listen to the best talk show out there, the XJ Talk Show. 
Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I love that Texas accent. I don't know where mine went, uh, Josh. I, I asked you about that the other night, and uh, yeah, I was I was surprised when we first started uh, talking back and forth that uh, you didn't have that kind of accent. I was like, yeah, I, don't, I don't think this guy's really from Texas. Uh, I'm uh, born and reared, and we all know how painful that can be. Oof, no. Hey, this is Nikki G, and I uh, just want to say uh, thanks to Steve 4.3 for uh, his Jeep tips. Even though I don't agree with him, because we all know Al Gore didn't invent the Internet back then, so no Internet, no Jeeps. But uh, Tony gave him some high praise last week about uh, his response to posts, and I just want to give my testimony and thanks to Steve. He saved my bacon more than once. But uh, one particular time I was doing the back brakes on my Jeep, and uh, there are two things in this world I don't understand. The female anatomy and drum brakes. <laughs> and when I was done, I had a piece left over. And I took a picture of it and posted it. And uh, Steve replied right away, explained to me what it was, what it did, and where it, where it needed to go. And got my Jeep up and running. So uh, thanks, Steve. If I haven't said it a thousand times, I'll say it again. Thanks to uh, Steve and all the guys that right in and uh, help me out you guys keep me rolling even Wayne <laughs> and uh, well I lost my train of thought I didn't think it was that easy to lose my train of thought alright guys so uh, let's wrap this up I'll talk to you later you guys have a good one bye Wayne is uh, one of our moderators he's in uh, New Zealand in Christchurch New Zealand uh, and uh, uh, he is uh, the uh, the New Zealand equivalent of the East Texas hillbillies <laughs> I've I've spoken with him enough and read enough of his posts that if you go to East Texas or New Zealand, you see the same thing. <laughs> if I could, just for a second, I'd like to elaborate a little bit on uh, what Nikki had said there. We we like to, to tout all the time about how XJTalk.com is uh, the web's premier Jeep site, and that's because there's no bashing and there's lots and lots of good help and lots of good advice on there. So if you know somebody who's new to the Jeep world, uh, who's looking for some advice or just like to uh, be amongst the fellow brethren of Jeepers, uh, then definitely send them over to xjtalk.com. They'll definitely get helped out, and they'll be amongst some good people. Yeah, there's, uh, like Josh just said, no bashing, no flaming. So uh, I think everybody's had bad experiences on forums, whether it be Jeep forums or any other forums, because it, it seems to be a, a place where trolls like to roam free. And uh, the thing that always gets me is seeing moderators uh, acting that way. I mean, the whole reason for a forum is to get posts. And yeah. uh, it, it amazes me when they say, boy, you should uh, post to an old post. I actually saw an admin or somebody tell somebody on a, uh, I think it was a Honda site uh, the other day, that uh, uh, you've posted to a very old post. Start a new one instead. Why? Wow. I don't understand yeah. that. You know, I, I look at those kind of instances, and I was actually just thinking about this the other night, because I've done that. I've been guilty of that, and I've actually been flamed for it, if you will. Uh, and of course, not on xjtalk.com, but uh, on other sites. And, and it's like, well, you know, this is me using the search feature of the website. You know, mm -hmm. this thread popped up. It was relevant. <laughs> yes. uh, let me go ahead and just resurrect it because, well, I found it relevant and, and helpful. Um, you know, I could care to elaborate on this or have somebody else elaborate on it. Well, you know, that's that's the kind of thing that, that keeps everybody from having to go to the expensive mechanic shops for simple do-it-yourself type stuff. Mm -hmm. And uh, all are, you know, go through a learning process. And, and of course, xjtalk.com is great for that.
It's it's funny, and and one one comment it is: Do you know how to search? Have you searched that that topic has been talked about hundreds of times before, thousands, millions, billions, trillions of times before? And then it's like, would you start a new post? Because this is an old thread. Uh, it's 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 uh, it's like dating women. Uh, well, <laughs> you don't know what the hell they're gonna want next. <laughs> Well, speaking of comments, we've asked you guys to head over to our iTunes. That will find us on iTunes and make sure you guys leave a comment and give us a review. We've gotten lots of reviews over the years. And, uh, of course, we always encourage you guys to give us some constructive criticism or a pat on the back, if you will. We love those five-star reviews. Haven't had one in a little while, so we go ahead and uh, dredge one up and w- pick that one of our favorites. Uh, this one uh, is uh, from uh, Coaster DC. Posted it back in February. That's first XJ says, it was love at first sight. This black 97XJ was the third vehicle in line at a local auction last December with 167,000 miles. It was an impulse buy at 800 bucks. That's actually a pretty good deal. Yeah. With this being my first SUV and not knowing any of the history of the Jeep Cherokee and especially of the off-road angle, I started, to, I started researching on the internet and came across the XJ Talk Show podcast. With the podcast, I've gone from just having a used truck to appreciating the history of the XJ itself. I can tell you that this podcast is well produced <laughs> and informative <laughs> with segments like This Week in Jeep, 247 voicemail line, You Bought What, Jeep Tips, this is my favorite, which is great for me since I'm learning about my Jeep, electrical and audio segments, and finally an interview segment with Jeep-related topics. Using my aftermarket JVC HD radio with iPod interface, I also listen to the podcast while on road trips. Just give it a listen and you'll be hooked too. Good job to hosts Tony and Josh. Very, very kind words and a nice five-star review by Coaster DC. If we uh, missed the, if you missed the thank you the first time around, thank you very much for that. And guys, you can get your review right on the air just like that. All you got to do is head to iTunes or even Stitcher Radio. Leave us a five-star review, and by all means, leave us a comment. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'm sure you guys can imagine how important those reviews are to us, uh, Josh and I, because we're not professionals. We've never done anything like this before. Uh, Josh has done some... Fragile egos. Yes, Josh has done some uh, some DJing, which you can definitely tell, especially when he gets on a roll. And uh, I uh, I just like to be a bit of a ham, both uh, you know uh, in the uh, amateur radio hobby and in front of the camera. So uh, it's it's just kind of a fun thing for us, and we don't know if we're any good at this or not. So when you give us reviews like that, it really helps us to 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 know that what we're doing is something important to you guys. I mean, Josh yeah. and I are having a blast doing this. We laugh at, I think we just laugh the majority of the time, especially after the show and talk about what I happened. I my sleep. Yeah. So, you know, I laugh in my sleep. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know. <laughs> so it, it really means a lot to us. It gives us encouragement to keep going. Uh, so if the XG Talk Show is important to you, keep those uh, comments coming in. And we do like hearing the constructive, constructive criticism because, again, we don't know what we're doing. So when you tell us, it helps us. <laughs> yeah we want to hear from you guys so if you haven't posted up in a while or uh, you know commented on in a while or eh, just give us a voicemail call we'd love to hear from you yeah and if you've commented before do it again it's fine uh, i think we've got like 42 uh 42 reviews on itunes which to me is just amazing that you know 42 people took the time to do that so thank you very much well again josh that's what my jeep would sound like if i had one <laughs> <laughs> but You're it's getting closer yeah 
the light is at the end of the tunnel. Yes. Uh, <laughs> you've got, you're going to be getting your Jeep here uh, back very, very soon from what I understand. So uh, it's basically just about ready to go, isn't it, Tony? Yeah, it is. But, you know, I, I don't want to get off. I did this on the last episode where I talked about mine almost the whole time. And then I told you when you started talking about yours, I started looking at the clock and going, hey, we need to move on. <laughs> Let's wrap it up. <laughs> Sorry, Josh. Interesting story, but um, we, we ran out of time. Don't know where it went. So you go ahead and start with yours this time. Well, uh, as you guys know, I've complained at length about <laughs> my CB woes uh, that I've had. I've, I've basically redone my entire system a couple of times over, all except for the radio. And I told you guys a, a couple of few weeks back about one thing that I, I had done. I had picked up a new mic. Because uh, once again, mine went flying off the rearview mirror that I had it wrapped around and crashed into the passenger floorboard right there on the door sill, and 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 it broke. Uh, now this has happened to me before. I've I've had an issue with mics uh, breaking on me. I'm on my third microphone right now, and uh, so I just went. I got a couple truck stops just right down the freeway from me, a few exits. So I, I went down there, and they've got a pretty substantial little CB sections. Uh, and I picked up a new mic. Now, one of the other things I did is figured, all right, well, I'm, I've learned my lesson. I'm not going to just dangle my microphone from the rearview mirror. As much as I like it there, and I like oh, the look handy. of it. Yeah, it's, it's handy. Convenient. It is convenient. I picked up one of these things, and it's a retractable, you know, cable spring-actuated uh, microphone holder. And it's really not much other than just a small little spring box, or, you know, box with a, uh, you know, clock spring in it, and, uh, and a length of cable that allows you to stretch the mic out and grab it and... And, uh, and then when you're done talking or whatever, you, you know, let go and it goes back to its position. Um, very, very cheap. I think I spent less than 10 bucks on this thing, uh, and it's really cool. Now, the only thing that I haven't done yet is find a way to secure this. Now, my plan is is to use one of the uh, screws for the clip that holds the uh, the sun visor in place on the passenger side, and I'm going to mount this thing right there. That makes and sense. that'll keep it up in the, in the area of where I used to have it by the rearview mirror. Um, but still retain the uh, tension to where I can pull it and, and uh, you know, talk on it. And, and this thing does have a good, you know, geez, I don't know, four, a good three, three and a half to four feet of cable uh, in it and retracts plenty strong. So well, I was going to say, uh, how strong is that thing? Because you could wind up with a, uh, not a projectile, but a, a, a pivoting, swinging piece of uh, plastic smacking you in the head when you're going over rocks. It seems pretty strong, and I mean, even, you know, I'm sitting here and smacking my microphone with it. <laughs> See, I'm just bad on mics, so this is why I can't have nice things, people. Um, but uh, no, it's it's very, very resilient. It's very strong. The tension on the cable is 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 definitely strong, um, and uh, and it's got some nylon cord um, that's, uh, that's, you know, kind of held in place really good. It's mm-hmm. on a swivel mount as well, so there's no twisting that you got to worry about. Um, this really is a nice little piece of equipment. I highly recommend you guys pick one of these up. I found it, uh, it the name is called GearKeeper. Uh, GearKeeper.com is where you could probably find one. Um, I, I know you can find these on Amazon as well, so um, check into the into that if you guys need a better spot to, to mount your mic or you don't want to drill holes into your dasher center console for that uh, pesky little mic holder. I like this option a little bit better. Uh, you might too. It's a cheap investment, and who knows? You might just end up liking it like I do. And I'll just mention, don't make the mistake of uh, looping that thing around the mirror mount, which is glued to your windshield, because you're going to have a mirror and a mic in the center console or in your lap uh, if you do that. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, and who knows? And I might just end up under your brake pedal at the most inopportune <laughs> time. We definitely don't want that. Yeah, that would, be, that would make the, the, the wheeling adventure even that much more exciting. 
So I got one other thing here. I'm going to post this out to uh, the the our radio com tech expert, John Prerunner, 1982, and see if he can answer this question, uh, buddy. I, I have no problem receiving, but uh, lately uh, this has been my ongoing problem since probably my second or, or yeah, since the second microphone I had. Uh, is that people can hear me, but they don't understand me. I'm transmitting. They can hear me loud and clear. Well, not so much clear. Clear as mud. Let's put it that way. So uh, my transmit's going out full strength, but they're not hearing what I'm saying. So I guess it sounds like a little bit like Charlie Brown's teacher. Uh, so if you can uh, direct me in the right way to troubleshoot, I've done everything minus swapping the radio. I'm about ready to take that thing out and uh, kick it to the curb, put in a new unit, and see if that makes a difference because I'm tired of screwing with this thing. Uh, just real quick, have you been in the situation where you had uh, high SWR on the radio for a prolonged period of time? Well, I don't know if the microphone uh, did that. I did swap out the antenna, so there's a chance that my old antenna, and I, I again, I, I'm just going through, uh, the, the antenna's been beaten up, so I'm just kind of going through possible issues. Um, I did tune that antenna when I when I first installed it. And uh, who knows? A kid came out of tune. It's been whacked several times. Didn't There's a have, chance at the height SWR. Didn't you have an issue with the coax that it was pinched or flattened or something? It, yeah, also had a pinched coax at one point as well. That would uh, definitely do it as well. So there's a good chance that I've shorted out that radio in, in uh, one side of the transceiver or another, and uh, that's plain and simply I need a new one. Well, what can happen is uh, when you change the impedance of the coax, then the SWRs go up, and SWRs are a reflected amount of RF power back into the radio. And what mm. it does is it heats the final transistors, which are the ones that boost your output to the 4 watts. And uh, whenever it heats those for too long, they stop working. And then you can get unpredictable results like uh, muddled voice uh, uh-huh. when you're transmitting because really the the, the drivers that are going to the finals is really what's putting out the power and they're not meant to do that. So uh, you can you can easily check that by just putting on a uh, watt meter to see how much wattage you're getting out of the radio. And if you're getting four watts, three and a half to four watts, then they're probably okay. And it, you may have another situation, especially with the way you do with microphones, it may just be a microphone issue. Uh, also too, the, um, uh, 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 all microphones aren't created equal. There's impedance uh, that you have to, you know about impedance whenever you're dealing with audio stuff. So there's yep. impedance impedance matching that you have to do between the microphone and the radio. So it's always possible that a, a new microphone isn't designed for your radio. It, your radio requires a different impedance, which would screw up the audio quality. And here I thought just because the plug ended up matching up that uh, the mic would match up itself. But no, I guess there would be an impedance issue that I got to take into consideration as well. Good advice, could, Tony. Thank could you. Could be. Could be. It may be fine, but uh, that's one thing to, to look at, especially when you're dealing with audio issues. Alrighty. Well, uh, so, uh, yeah, as what? we alluded to, my, uh, my Jeep is uh, possibly ready here in the next couple of days. Now, all you've got left is, what, some last-minute tinkering, a couple of adjustments, and you're good to go? Well, as we left it, uh, not this past Saturday, but Saturday prior, uh, engine was running. Um, uh, Matt found uh, that, uh, let's see, did I go up there Saturday? All the days are blending together. Oh, I think he went up there during the week. That's what it was uh, last week. He went up there uh, to the shop during the week and was, was uh, mucking around with things. He got the timing set perfect. From what he said, uh, the uh, the distributor was off a tooth or something. He he could tell, and we didn't want to rev it with it, uh, the timing mm-hmm. not being just right because 
you can actually uh, uh, melt the, uh, not necessarily the pistons, but uh, overheat the pistons and then lose compression of the cylinders. It's very, you have to be very careful about the, setting the timing on the, the 4.0s. And, uh, and since I have a 98, I do have a distributor uh, on that, mo- that, uh, that year. Anyway, uh, so he got the timing set perfect. Uh, he ran the Torque app, and of course I've got a little, one of those little Bluetooth nubs uh, on my uh, OBD2 port on the uh, the 98, and uh, he noticed that the uh, the upstream O2 sensor was not behaving properly. Ah. Uh, the way he said it was, it was flat, and I thought that meant that it was not sending out any signal. But as it turns out, uh, he did share some uh, some uh, images with me through a, a, a text chat, and they were kind of spiky instead of being nice and flat like a a sine wave, but uh, having a, a nice digital signature where it would go up to a level and straight out cross and then back down. Well, it wasn't doing that. It was it was kind of like a zigzag uh, sawtooth pattern. So he recommended getting another uh, O2 sensor, which uh, I was able to find one, a Mopar O2 sensor on Amazon. And uh, I have Prime uh, membership. So I actually got that shipped over there. Uh, it arrived at his house because he's up in Conroe, about 70 miles from here. It arrived at his house on Monday. Uh, now, he was actually out of town until uh, today. So there was uh, he didn't uh, have a chance to, to look at it and uh, or put it in. But I'm hoping that that's going to solve that problem. He does say that it does have a, a slight starting issue, about one out of every four tries. And he suspects we may have picked up some uh, metal shavings or something that I believe I spoke, spoke about last show. Yeah, uh, that actually yeah. sticks to the uh, uh, the magnetic part of the uh, CPS, the crank position sensor. So that's just enough uh, metal there to throw it off uh, the signal going to the computer. So really, those are the only two things. Temperature is great; it runs up uh, up to around 204 degrees, and then uh, you see it cycling back and forth with the fan and everything. So no overheating like we had with the last one. Oh, I bet you're happy as a clam about that. Yep, <laughs> After yep. what, a damn near two-year battle with some overheating issues, and you finally got things under control. Try seven. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay. Well, and 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 because of that battle, I think that's we're seeing it here because this radiator was one that I put in on the the, the for the engine that we just blew up and took out of there. And if you're not aware, the, uh, I dropped a valve in the, the, the completely new rebuilt engine that we had in there. Dropped a valve, it disintegrated the piston, and uh, one of the uh, lobes uh, on that same cylinder uh, on the uh, crane cam uh, decided to go bye-bye and actually had a lifter tick. So I don't know uh, if that was the culprit, but I find it highly suspicious that the lobe uh, is all worn off on one uh on the same cylinder that the the valve dropped and the uh, piston came apart in. So uh, yeah. suffice it to say, I'm not buying another cam from those people ever for anything because <laughs> it's not yeah, it's not tough. my wor- it's not worth my time and money. I mean, the the cam was like 140 bucks. It's no big deal, but all the other work and effort that has to go into building an engine. I mean, Crane could say, "Hey, we're really sorry. You know, here's here's 140 bucks," and, and that doesn't cover the 30 hours of time to take the engine out to rebuild it to do all the things you got to now uh, i don't need that i need somebody that's been in business for 60 years building cams oh wait a minute they've been doing that so uh who knows things happen uh i had two other two other cams go bad on me uh that's that's enough so uh, i ain't doing that no more 
So anyway, well, it's, got- the one I've got now is just the the, the cam that uh, came with the the Jeep engine from the factory. So I'm going the opposite direction. I'm going the matte direction. I'm going the keep everything that looks fine and run it. <laughs> it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, um, uh, we put new rings, uh, new uh, uh, rod bearings, and it runs very nice, sounds really nice. And uh, I look forward to uh, driving it home, hopefully this very weekend. Good. Now, we've got some severe weather called for on Saturday. Uh, and I'm talking, they're, they're predicting hail, 70-mile-an-hour winds, tornadoes. And, uh, you know, if it was just me going up to Conroe, uh, that would be one thing. But my wife or somebody's going to have to drive me up there, probably my wife. And uh, I don't want her driving through that. To me, uh, that's mm. great Jeep weather. Because, <laughs> yeah. you know, any, anything Sounds bad like happens unless you get picked up and dropped some, on some, something. Uh, that's uh, not only a great way to get home, but also to uh, uh, help people whenever they get stuck or uh, have problems because of the bad weather. Absolutely. Hey, really quick, uh, before we move on to Jeep tips, just uh, Tony mentioned something there a little bit ago, guys, about picking up a Mopar sensor. And uh, and I just kind of wanted to stress, a lot of people will just go to like, you know, AutoZone, Napa, whatever. And honestly, there's really nothing wrong with uh, aftermarket or, you know, parts counter uh, sensors. But honestly, it does make a difference when you're talking about coolant temperature sending units, oil pressure sending units, O2 sensors, things like that. The critical things that really determine how the engine is going to run, it's best to go with Mopar. It does make a difference, guys. I know it costs a little bit more, sometimes as much as twice or three times as much, but in the long run, you're going to be saving money because your engine's going to be running better, going to require less maintenance, and who knows, you might just not end up having to swap out that sensor in another year or two. Yeah, I was told by a guy that was doing uh, maintenance for, he was in charge of the maintenance, uh, fleet maintenance uh, for Harris County. Harris County is a huge county here in southeast Texas. It encompasses Houston and uh, other s- several other cities. And uh, he, ham radio operator is how I know him. And uh, he flat, at, flat told me, uh, don't mess around with aftermarket sensors, buy the factory sensors. And, and we weren't talking Jeep. We were just talking about buy the factory sensors because that is what they run. I've owned my Jeep now for about seven years, and I am going to be replacing my oil pressure sending unit this weekend for the fourth time. Oh, no. <laughs> and it's because I have, I'm believing it's because each and every time I've replaced it, I have not used a Mopar sensor. Yeah. There well, you go, guys. There's proof right there. And it's all in my build thread. You guys can see it all. It's all been documented. Well, they're only 30 bucks at uh, AutoZone, yeah. right? Yeah, something like that. I don't know, but I'm going to the dealership next time. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, check on Amazon. Uh, you you may be able to find the Mopar parts at Amazon, and uh, even if you're not a Prime member, you're still looking at uh, three to five days uh, shipping, and the shipping doesn't cost that much. Uh, it may be worth your worth your while. I think that uh, I I think the O2 sensor, the Mopar O2 sensor, was uh, sixty bucks uh, from Amazon. That's so, still I mean, less at the dealership, from what I know. Yeah, and uh, I think the Bosch, uh, I bought some Bosch ones uh, years ago, and they were about 60 bucks. So uh, it, it seems like, uh, you know, getting a Mopar is, uh, uh, to me, is, is, is better, especially if you're going to pay the same price. Well, here's the meat and potatoes, folks. This is what you've been waiting for, another NOCO giveaway. Josh, uh, go right ahead. Well, tonight's Amazon You Bought What is brought to you by NOCO, the company that makes the Genius Boost Jump Starter. I've been holding these things up uh, for the last couple few weeks, and uh, you guys have definitely got to get one of these. Stay tuned till after the segment to find out who's going to be our lucky winner of a free NOCO Genius Boost GB30 
We're giving a one on one. We're giving one away every two weeks. Well, there's a lot of syllables, syllables in there. Syllables. On the syllables. Syllables. <laughs> How powerful is the NOCO Genius Boost Lithium Jump Starter? We removed the battery from the 6-liter V8 engine and hooked boost directly to the battery cable. 400 amps of pure starting power packed into an ultra-safe, mistake-proof lithium jump starter. NOCO Genius Boost. Get yours at GeniusChargers.com. Amazon.com and the XA Talk Show present... You bought... What?! Oh, what did you guys buy? <laughs> well, if you haven't bought anything yet, it's time to do some online shopping. We are rolling into the holiday season, and what could be better than the web's largest source for virtually anything you could possibly think of? Amazon.com is where you want to be shopping at. But before you go over there, you need to head over to xjtalk.com or xjtalkshow.com, and you click on the Amazon banner right there. What this does is it gets us hooked up. It takes you straight over to xjtalk or over to amazon.com. <laughs> Or you can continue to buy all of your online goodies that you could possibly imagine and get all your holiday shopping done early, if you will. Uh, but check it out. Amazon has agreed to give us a small little pittance, a little bit of a kickback from everything you buy. Now, you're not going to spend a single dime more. No, they don't mark things up to compensate for it. You're not going to spend a single penny more for what you're going to buy. But Amazon gives us a small kickback off each one of your purchases. And on top of that... We get to find out what you guys are buying. They give us a list of all the crazy, weird things that you guys buy, from Jeep parts to, well, some interesting stuff you'll probably hear later on, uh, but we don't get to find out who's buying what. So that's why these curveballs get thrown in the list every now and again. We have some fun with it. It's called Amazon. You bought what? Yeah, and I don't know about you, Josh, but this is always exciting when we get to give something away, and we'll, we'll be announcing that winner, who's already been selected from their colorful story, uh, they posted on xjtalk.com and uh, we'll be doing this again next, uh, uh, not next week, but the following week because uh, uh, we do the uh, Amazon You Bought What every two weeks. So when we return uh, in December, we'll be giving away a third one of these and you will need to go over to, not now, but later, you can go over to xjtalkshow, I'm sorry, xjtalk.com slash noco, N-O-C-O. And then yep, you can, that's the link you guys want to go to. Then you can post your interesting dead battery story, which doesn't necessarily have to be true. <laughs> and you'll see why that's important here coming up. <laughs> yep, absolutely. Now, uh, before we get too deep into this, guys, uh, we got we go ahead and picked out a few interesting items. Uh, Tony and I each grab a few offerings out of the list, and the list is fairly big. Uh, and some of this stuff is just in the last week or so. So good job on that, guys. Now, this is in the other segment, or I mean the uh, the other category, but it should have been automotive. My first pick this evening is the Sport Rack SR1008, complete roof rack system in black, and it's only $152. It's man-made materials. That's right. It's not just twigs. <laughs> Everything in one package, load bars, hooks, locks, and every part required ready to install. And that's a very clever way of saying some assembly required. Fits most of today's popular vehicles, but if you've got an unpopular vehicle, then it needs to go back into its dark room and continue cu crying and cutting on itself. Adapt adaptability of all accessories. Strong enough to carry virtually anything. Bikes, skis, kayaks, overweight mother-in-laws, you name it. It's the Sport Rack SR1008 complete roof rack system available on Amazon for $152. 
That sounds pretty cool, Josh. That was a good pick. And uh, also, too, a good pick for somebody to purchase off Amazon.com. And thank you very much for clicking on our little banner before purchasing that item. We, we really appreciate you guys thinking of us. So <clears throat> this is, uh, I saw this one and it, it immediately uh, sprung to mind that I wanted to have it on the show because uh, uh, Josh has a tie-in with this. This is a bow thing. And thank you for uh, John Prerunner 1982 for pronouncing that for me. So I would have some idea how to pronounce bowfing. Uh, dual band, uh, 136 to 174 megahertz. And this is a, like I said, it's a dual bander. So it also does 400 to 480, which for you amateur types, 70 centimeters. So, uh, let me get this uh, camera all, all on Josh so you can see this while I'm talking. So, uh, this is, a, um, this particular radio. Now Josh has a more expensive model. His, uh, is, a, uh, I think it was that, that, that thing running about 60 bucks, I think, but this one, which is like nothing for an amateur radio, especially a dual bander. But this, uh, this model is, uh, was only $30 and 71 cents. I mean, everybody in the family could have one of these only problem is you need to get a ham license before you can transmit on them anyway it's a uh, this one has a more stubborn case more rich enhanced features uh the frequency range i already mentioned 128 50 uh 128 channels 50 ct css tones at subaudible for you people that don't like acronyms uh, 104 cd css i don't know what that is uh, the, the various channel steps that are programmed uh, into it, dual band display, dual frequency display, dual standby, a lot of dual going on there, AB independent operation, comes with uh, all necessary accessories backed up by 12-month seller warranty. This thing is cool, and especially uh, when you're looking at bad weather, whether it be a bunch of uh, snow, uh, like they're having in the uh, Chicago area, uh, or uh, all the bad weather that we're going to be. Oh, I didn't know I had a flashlight. That's pretty cool. Uh, Josh is showing this for you uh, uh, audio podcast listeners. He's actually displaying the radio in the uh, the video feed. Um, but uh, so this is great for uh, for bad weather. You never know when you might need to uh, reach out and ask for help or uh, ask for help for somebody else. So uh, for 30 bucks, and if you're a Prime member, it's free shipping. You can get this thing in two days. Talk about near instant gratification. It's almost like uh, M- MTV used to be, minus the videos and right. changing the channel where you didn't have a remote. And you know, anyway. Yep, and I've got. Uh, I can't wait to start playing with this thing. I actually took it to work. Huge distraction. Uh, I've been trying to <laughs> RTFM all day, and I've only gotten about halfway through it. Got a little bookmark there. I've even already started to write down some frequencies of some local repeaters and stuff. Guys, I have kicked my uh, my uh, studies into high gear to get my ham radio license. So that's going to be happening very soon now that I actually have something that I can use. What's your impression on that real quick? So far, so good. Um, I, I did look at a lot of reviews online today, looked at several videos. Everybody who's uh, been doing the unboxing uh, agrees that, you know, for the price, you get one heck of a radio. Oh, yeah. um, Drop-in it, charger, it, a headset, uh, all kinds yeah, of crap. With, Everything you need to get started. Um, yeah, it, the battery does have some juice in it when you get it, but they recommend you charge it uh, charge it up right away. It's a lithium-ion battery. Um, the, the accessories for these are dirt cheap. <laughs> They'd have um, to be, wouldn't they? You can't well, charge $60 for a microphone. <laughs> <laughs> no, and, and what I guess the performance on these things rivals that of the radios that are three, four, five times as much or mm-hmm. more. Um, saw some really cool videos today of a guy actually hitting, uh, you know, pegging off some satellites with one of these things right out of the box. 
So um, a little tricky to learn how to use, but with every new electronics and especially communications device, there's definitely a learning curve. This thing is so feature-packed, though, it's going to take you a little bit to learn. Uh, and so I'm very much looking forward into, uh, into delving into how to use this thing and actually getting to use it. So speaking of ham radios um, and, and this little device right here, now this is one that has been on our list before, but I just figured it deserved another shot at it. Uh, this has actually been purchased by one of our, uh, our one of our uh, members and uh, uh, here recently, I'm, I'm guessing because they, of course, used our link. Um, it's the ham radio for dummies, and I've actually got this on my cell phone, uh, the PDF version of it, not the uh, paperback version of it. <laughs> it's the ideal guide, first step, uh, ideal first step for learning about ham radio, hands-on beginner guide, because you guys know the the hands-off approach doesn't work so well. At least as far as learning goes. Up-to-date licensing requirements. Covers everything from emergency communication, stalking your ex-girlfriend, digital communication, and do-it-yourself science, to the technology and talk-knology you need to get started. Corny jokes and stalking tips are not included in the second edition. <laughs> I was going to say, where the hell is that stalking thing? <laughs> oh, there it is. <laughs> it's in the copy. I just missed that. <sighs> so uh, so I thought this was uh, uh, this next item was uh, was pretty cool. It's uh, more Jeep-related, uh, at least off-road related. This is a, a nil light. It is a, a pair of 18-watt, uh, 260-lumen Cree flood LED work light. I don't know why they call it a work light. Uh, we all know what we use them for. We use them for blinding the hell out of people. Uh, <laughs> Off-road SUV, boat, 4x4, Jeep, lamp, four-wheel drive, etc. Anyway, there's a pair of these things, and they were $36.99 with the uh, ever-popular Cree LEDs. Yeah, there's been a big price drop on the uh, yeah. LED lighting here recently. And uh, so anyway, this is uh, one pair flood pattern, 18-watt, 30-degree, high-output Cree LED lights uh, condition. Wait for it. 100% brand new. Hey, <laughs> hey. Always makes me nervous when they feel like they have to put that in there. Uh, the, the price is so low, I've got to make sure you understand it's not used. Anyway, LED power, 18 watt each. Working life, 50,000 hours. Yes. I had a week that lasted that long recently. <laughs> and your butt hurt afterwards. 50,000 hours. Oh, is this for sitting so long? Anyway, working temperature, negative 40 to 85 degrees. Oh, God, it won't work above 85 degrees? Yeah. <laughs> Can't use them in Houston. <laughs> oh, man. I wonder if that's Celsius. Uh, it's got to be Celsius. Uh, I don't know. No telling. It, there's nothing there, so it could be. Uh, it could be Kelvin for all I know. <laughs> Here's one that is definitely one of those uh, odd items that uh, we have no idea <laughs> how live they for. there. <laughs> <laughs> but we look for them uh, because they stand out. And this is an item that's only $10.96. It's in the health and personal care uh, category, which I find, <laughs> I find odd because although the use of this could in some ways increase your health, I'm not sure if uh, the personal care really is. Well, anyways, it's the fantasy fetish, leather body, tight restraint spreader, easy access sex sling, bondage toy for bedroom, bedroom women, men, couple. I don't think I've got any bedroom men, women, couple in there. Anyways, uh, the material is PU leather. Now with less PU. <laughs> More P, less U. <laughs> 100% brand new. Another condition. <laughs> there we go. Uh, Good. <laughs> Don't want to use leather suit. <laughs> it's not used, people. So it's, yes, brand new. It's your best choice over using what? I don't know. Extending cords? <laughs> Saran <laughs> <Soft> wrap. 
Yes, soft and comfortable to use. They're looking out for your best interests. And when you're all tied up, be glad that they've got your back. <laughs> I like the uh, the the, the uh, purchaser comment. Uh, it says, uh, uh, Al G, uh, best used with uh, other people, not by yourself. <laughs> uh, yes, I imagine so. <laughs> that's, an Al, that's an Al Gore reference if you guys didn't catch it. <laughs> yeah, we'd, uh, we'd go ahead and share some pictures of these um, some of these items with you guys, but this one in particular, um, definitely probably not safe for work. So, um, yeah, just go ahead and look that up yourself. Just be careful where you're looking. <laughs> <laughs> so we were talking about sensors earlier. So true to form, I've picked out a non-Mopar sensor to talk about. So hey. somebody picked up a Bosch uh, 12108 oxygen sensor. It is OE type fitment. That means it's not OE. And uh, but they only paid thirty two dollars and three cents for it. So what it makes up in longevity and accuracy, it makes up for in uh, a cheaper price. No, I don't know. Bosch is a good name, and it may, it may work perfectly fine for years. Don't know. Now I, I did do some reading on this, and it is not for a Jeep. Uh, it, it apparently is for a. Uh, well, we'll just say a lesser vehicle. Ah, so, okay. so this this part says it saves money in fu- fuel cost, improves engine performance, reduces harmful exhaust emissions, prevents premature failure of the catalytic converter. And uh, one purchaser wrote, "My 1997 Corolla wouldn't pass emissions inspection because the O2 sensor was not working properly. AutoZone and O'Reilly's wanted about ninety dollars for this exact replacement sensor." It took yeah. me more than three minutes. It took only three minutes to replace. And uh, when it uh, when the sensor came in the mail, uh, it passed inspection. I haven't had any problems. So what more could you want from that? Now, there you go. $32 oxygen sensor, pass inspection. He was probably in California. Ah, yes. Well, now it's time to uh, give away some of the good stuff, guys. We love this part of the show. We love doing this stuff. We love being able to give you guys free stuff. Now, we give you a free podcast every week, and uh, we try and give you guys lots of free content, free tech, free advice, and free crazy jokes and opinions, of course. (laughs) Now we're giving away a free Genius Boost GB30 from NOCO. And uh, what we've asked you guys to do over the last couple weeks since we gave one of these away two weeks ago uh, during our last Amazon You Bought What segment is we ask you guys to go to xjtalkshow.com slash noco and give us your... I'm sorry? xjtalk. xjtalk.com slash noco. I'm sorry. I get all carried away with oh, the show as yeah. the things. See, and... Uh, but anyways, xjtalk.com slash noco and give us your best dead battery jump-starting story. Get creative. Get true. Dig deep. And, uh, well, we've certainly got some very, very good submissions. So, uh, do we want to start with the runner-up, Stoney? I'm going to play the uh, the Genius Boost commercial here really quick, and uh, then we'll uh, then we'll jump into that. Jumper cables require social skills. You have to find <laughs> someone nice enough to help you. It's true. Jump starters can be dangerous. Accidentally touch the clamps together or hook up to the battery backwards, and you're in for an explosive spark storm. Introducing Noco Genius Boost, the compact yet powerful lithium jump starter that safely jump starts a dead battery in seconds. Get the world's first and only mistake proof jump starter at geniuschargers.com. Yeah, I don't know about you, Josh. When I, when I hear that sparking, it, it makes me jump a little bit. From the, Have you ever set down a socket or an extension on top of the battery, not thinking, and it, it arcs between the two poles? 
<laughs> I, I used to I used to wear um, when I very first got into mobile electronics as an installer. I uh, I, I wore I was wearing a couple of rings at the time, and uh, and I wasn't paying attention, <laughs> tightening up the pos- positive battery um, terminal with a wrench, and uh, and hit the firewall and welded my ring to the wrench. Um, and I actually had to pry it and, and break it loose uh, to get that thing apart. So, yeah, it can be dangerous, people, trying to jumpstart a vehicle if you don't know what you're doing. The no-code Genius Boost GB30 is idiot-proof. It is dummy-proof. It is person who has never jumped a car before proof. It will let you know if you've got things hooked up wrong, and it won't hurt the battery, and it won't hurt itself. gives you the opportunity to hook things up right and get yourself back on the road. Yeah, uh, I'm looking forward to uh, getting one of these things myself. Josh, you've got one there in your uh, hot little hands, and uh, you got to feel good about that. <laughs> got the jumper cable strapped <laughs> to my head right now as we speak. This is why you guys have to come to the live show or watch some of the, at least some of the show on uh, YouTube.com so you can see some of the shenanigans that go on uh, during the, uh, uh, <laughs> the recording of this. So uh, that's how you test a 9-volt battery, Josh, not 12-volt, not 60-amp cold cranking amps, I, I guarantee you. So, I'm giving you guys great screen capture footage here, people. So, anyways, so let's start with uh, the second runner-up. Now, this one was my top pick. I don't know about you, Josh, but it was my top pick. It was uh, uh, put in uh, to the the submissions uh, uh, pretty early, and it was just hilarious and showed a lot of imagination. I, I really enjoyed it, and I Definitely can't believe, yeah, I can't believe that we had two other submissions that came in after that. That did better than this. Now, now you guys hear Nikki G every week on the show, and uh, he comes up with some good stuff. And uh, Nikki G is just going to have to step it up. And I know Nikki G; he's going to go to uh, he's going to take this uh, this challenge on. But anyway, <laughs> this uh, this is uh, going to be. Uh, let me just read it to you real quick. I think we've read this already on the show as kind of an example. And uh, boy, did it pay off. And sorry, Nikki. <laughs> didn't pay off for you this time <clears throat> one night on my way home from work traffic was bad so i decided to get off the highway take some uh, deserted back roads uh, when i came to a railroad crossing my 1973 amc Grenland suddenly stalled and wouldn't restart as usual my crappy f- uh, cell phone had no bars so i prepared to for a long walk to uh, to a phone to get some help when suddenly a bright light appeared over the hill i was saved so i thought that's when I realized that it wasn't headlights from an oncoming car, but from a strange craft that had stopped overhead. There was a, <laughs> there was a bunch of bright lights, and things got a little blurry. <laughs> then my ass hurt. Uh, when I came to, I was in a white room strapped to a table where there were several aliens busily working around me. The short green kind, not the kind you find working at uh, Taco Bell. Uh, oh. They were they were taking blood samples and performing some much needed dental whitening. <laughs> they were just they were just about to insert the anal probe, and the batteries died. <laughs> if they oh. if they had had a no code genius boost, I'd no longer be a virgin. So on a good note, they did apologize for the lack of equipment maintenance and offered me a coupon for ten percent off my next purchase at Starbucks. Then dropped me off at Walmart. I knew it. The aliens are in cahoots with Starbucks and Walmart. I knew it. Now, in, in truth, in truth, in advertising, I'll have to say I did editorialize that a bit. I, I threw in a, a couple of Tonyisms in there. So, I'll see. So, uh, uh, Tony and Josh, that would be me and that guy that you're uh, uh, the other guy you hear. We want to extend a great thank you as being the second runner-up in the NoCo giveaway, 
And uh, Nikki G, that means you get a $15 Amazon You Bought What gift certificate. And just before Christmas, that's great. Now you can get afford to get a little more tinfoil. Rewrap that hat. Aw, poor Nikki G. Well, our uh, runner-up, uh, that means second place, uh, and put in another story, and uh, this one is certainly, <laughs> certainly creative. Uh, and, and, and you got to say go who ahead. it is. You got to say who it is because uh, well, start Josh, with who it is. Josh's subconscious um, turned this one in, <laughs> and uh, and this is this is a separate entity from myself. So before you guys think that there's any kind of favoritism here going on, uh, no, I did not submit this. If you guys are familiar, we have a uh, a little call in every now and again from my subconscious. Um, and, uh, it's uh, certainly unique. And so I'm going to do my best to channel my own subconscious, <laughs> get in tune with that part of myself. And, uh, and here's the story. Well, there I was, I just left my favorite bar called rainbows after a nice night out at the costume party. And I go hop in my Jeep. I hit the alarm button and the weakest little chirpy poo emitted from my Jeepy weepy. I knew something wasn't right. So I hop in, rub the dash and turn the key like always and click, 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 nothing. I tried playing with the, with the shifter, because that usually gets me going, and still nothing. I tried to flag some people down, but everybody kept passing me by before I realized that I should probably remove my Bane mask. So off I, off I took it, and it still couldn't get anybody to stop for me, so I even tried showing some leg and waving my crotchless panties over my head, but no prevail. The biker bar next door hosts some pretty rough and manly men, so I did the only thing I could think to do. I whipped out my handy bottle of bacon salt and poured a trail from the door to the biker bar to my Jeep. Within seconds, I had about 30 guys with their tongues <laughs> on the ground making their way to my Jeep. The sad thing is that nobody had any jumper cables. But when a man came... When, but when, but, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. But man, we had a good time. <laughs> we, were, we were able to use my nipple clamps and chains to hook up the battery to a few statically charged stray cats, and it still didn't work. <laughs> the moral of the story is, maybe I don't want a no-code genius boost for costume night, but I got to thinking that any other occasion it might be useful, so I'm not left high and dry. <laughs> He's never dry. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> you need a wet nap. <laughs> yeah, uh, for such a uh, creative and uh, spot-on uh, rendition of uh, or a reenactment of uh, of a night at Rainbows, um, we give uh, Josh's subconscious a twenty-five dollar Amazon you bought what gift certificate. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for that submission. That's hilarious. And you know the the great thing, uh, Josh's subconscious. That is a anonymous uh, donor of those uh, of those segments. So that means we don't have to give them anything because we don't know who they are <laughs> no, we don't know who they are so uh, they, they, they unfortunately are going to miss out on that 25 dollar amazon you bought what gift certificate but, and yeah. uh, that will have to go into the pot for next time it's the thought that counts right <laughs> right as dirty as that thought may be <laughs> so uh anyway uh like to uh, announce the uh, the winner of this week's uh uh, genius boost, NoCo genius boost. Uh, we, we call that a jump box. It's it's a great thing to put in your oh shit bag, uh, frankly, because you never know when your battery is going to decide to die on you. Uh, so uh, anyway, I was going to read this. It's actually a little rap, uh, and there's this. I'm just not a rapper uh, or a singer, uh, as far as that goes. But but fortunately, uh, he called in and uh, did all the hard work for us. So uh, let's hear from Abe Berman. 
Hey guys, this is Abe Bierman from uh, XJ Talk uh, Forum. I figured I'd just call in my submission so you guys don't have to embarrass yourself seeing this. So here it goes. Now this is a story all about how my volts got flipped, turned upside down, and I'd like to take a minute just sit right there. I'll tell you how I became stranded near a town called O'Hare. In West Cincinnati, I was born and raised, and my XJ was where I spent most of my days, chilling out, maxing, flexing all cool, and wheeling all alone, just like a fool. And a couple of hikers who were cooking some food asked me to stop and share a few. I turned on one little light before I got impaired, and that's how I got stranded on a trail outside O'Hare. I radioed for a jump, but nobody was near. I thought about popping it, but with an auto, I didn't dare. The only thing I could think to do then was swear, but I thought, nah, forget it. I'm walking to O'Hare. I walked up to the shop about 7 or 8, and I yelled to the owner, Yo, Holmes, I need a jumper. I looked at the building. I was finally there. It was a long walk for help at a shop in O'Hare. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> and if you didn't hear it, the I thought he said Bel Air on the first go, but it was O'Hare, O'Hare each time. Yeah. yeah, no, extremely creative. A little, uh, a little uh, shout out there to uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air, a yeah. lovely show from the uh, from the nineties, and and a very extremely creative and nicely done uh, rewording of that. Uh, and because of the uh, uh, that creativity, we want to give uh, a Berman. Uh, his own Genius Boost GB30, courtesy of NoCo and, of course, the XJ Talk Show. Thank you guys, all of you guys, so yes. much for uh, putting in the effort and the creativity uh, to come up with these submissions. Um, I certainly had a lot of fun uh, this <laughs> evening, and apparently I had some fun at Rainbows one night, too. So, uh, anyways, <laughs> you guys keep up those submissions. We're going to clear the board, and uh, and even though next week, guys, we don't have a show, we're going to come back in December after Thanksgiving, after our little Thanksgiving break, and do this all over again. So you guys got plenty of time. In the meantime, to head over to xjtalk.com slash noco and get in a new submission. And we're going to go ahead and do the same thing over again here in a couple weeks and see if we can't top this very, very interesting set of uh, stories. Wonderful submissions. Love them, guys. Thanks a lot. All three were winners. If I had three nocos to give away, I would have done it. But uh, well, oh, I had dear. one, so we had to pick one, and it was hard because... Very imaginative, very funny. Thank you very, very much. We just found out what you bought. Oh, my God. I just can't believe that made it on the list. Well, that's a show, Josh. Uh, and what a what great way to go out. Love well, giving things fun. away. Yeah, it was certainly something. I love giving stuff away. And, and of course, we couldn't do this without your guys' support. So if you'd like to support the show, please, the best way to do it is, of course, by telling a friend. Spread the word. But uh, a little bit of uh, financial help doesn't hurt at all, guys. And this is where Amazon comes in and, of course, um, helping us out uh, with these giveaways, NoCo. Head over to NoCo.com. You can check out their entire line of products, including the Genius Boost Chargers, which are available at Amazon.com. If you guys want to support your favorite podcast, head over to XJTalk.com or XJTalkShow.com. Click on the Amazon banner there and go ahead and do your online shopping. All your Christmas shopping, you guys will be doing a great service to us, helping us keep the lights on here at the XJ Talk Show headquarters. And don't forget about our audible.com. Uh, you can go over there and sign up for a uh, free book, uh, audio book. And uh, if you uh, like podcasts, you probably like listening to uh, audio books. Uh, I personally really liked 
the uh, Kristen Johnston uh, book Guts, where she read it, and she's just hilarious. I'm a big fan, and uh, listening to her read some horrible, horrible things that she went through was uh, entertaining, informative, and very funny. So uh, I know firsthand that those uh, getting those books are, are, are a lot of fun. So uh, just make sure you uh, space in the XJ Talk Show and, and along with your book listening. We don't want you to go all Audible books on us. <laughs> if you guys have uh, spaced out recently on the social media, you guys might have noticed some changes on the Facebook side of oh, our yeah. social Sadly. media. Yeah, sad as it is, as it may be, but head over to our Facebook uh, page, guys. We got a page now, not so much of an account, uh, and make sure when you guys are tweeting, uh, it's a pa- hashtag XJ Talk Show, and uh, you guys can uh, well spread the word as it were. Uh, make sure you're visiting over on iTunes, uh, Twitter, uh, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn.com, iTunes, of course, guys. Leave those reviews and YouTube broadcasting the show live every Thursday, 10 p.m. Central, and simulcasted over at xjtalkshow.com. You guys can join in on the fun with a little bit of chat action as well. Yeah, if you uh, if you were a friend of XJ Talk Jeep Cherokee on Facebook, they made us change our name, so we got rid of the account. But we do have a page. Just go to facebook.com slash xjtalk.page, like our page, and you can still keep up with all of our shenanigans and information. So until next week, you guys have a great Jeep week. Oh, say something, Josh. You were going to say oh, something. Happy Thanksgiving. Oh, <laughs> I can't believe it. I got to drop. I turkey. <laughs> uh, unless you're having ham, and I mean that in a platonic sense. Mm. <laughs> All right. Uh, you guys have a great night. See you later. Uh, and remember, not uh, we won't be on next week. The following week, which I believe will be December 4th, uh, will, will be the, the Thursday, whatever Thursday is that week. And it'll be another no-code genius boost giveaway. <laughs>